Hey everybody, what's going on? Jordan Taylor here. Welcome to another episode of Starta. Today I have a very special guest with me here. She goes by the name of Carrie Ann Wright. Kara, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited. Me too. I'm so excited <laughs> to have you on the show. Um, there's so much I want to talk about. Okay. But for those of the viewers and listeners who don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, a little bit's difficult. <laughs> yes, or a lot of it, whatever um, whatever works. <laughs> so, as you said, Carrie Ann Wright, a.k.a. Miss Care, not Kerr. I know it's spelled that way, but, like, we'll talk about that later. Yes. Uh, <laughs> most people will call me, like, a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, as they say. I consider myself a care of all crafts. Okay. Master of some, because I do a lot of different things at gotcha. any given time. Um, my entire life, I'd said that I have life ADD. <laughs> life ADD. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. And I, it's just, I'm a very creative person. I like to learn new things. And I'm just blessed to be able to pick up things very quickly. Uh, so it allows me to help a lot of people. Some things specifically that I do, I own a business called The Hook and Company. Shameless um, plug. <laughs> right? <laughs> Merch. Uh, we are a referral company for people in music and entertainment. Amazing. So we connect people to other people that they need in any areas based on their demographic, um, their budget, their intent, uh, stuff like that. I also do event hosting, voice work. Yes. A lot of people know me as a dancer slash model. Um, I can do some video editing, some audio editing, That's graphic amazing. design. All the things. All the things. All the creative things. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Thank so you. that is a lot. Um, and, and and any creatives know that this is just how it goes for yes, creatives sometimes. Absolutely. But I'm curious to know, so now you're at the point where you have all these things that you're doing. Yeah. Where did you start from and how did you get to where you are right now? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, okay, so I started in the world of dance, actually. Okay. Uh, so I'm a professionally trained dancer specializing in Afro-Caribbean. I have Love some it. training in modern and ballet as well. So I've covered the foundational elements of dance. Um, I went to York University for I think about a year and a half and then I dropped out because I didn't want to be a dance teacher or a choreographer. I just wanted to dance. Gotcha. So I started performing with two uh, professional companies, one specializing in Afro-contemporary mm -hmm. and the other specializing in just Afro-Caribbean. And that was my life for about mm, 16 until 16 until maybe 22, 23, okay. something like that. And then I decided that I have all these other skills and I've always been very entrepreneurial. So I wanted to just do more within mm. the industry. Um, so from dancing and modeling, I went, sorry, from dancing, I went into modeling. Yeah. And then that transitioned into event hosting. And all throughout that time, I was part of corporate America. So oh, wow. I had my okay. nine to five. I had a couple of other part-time jobs on the side as well, because you know, gotta pay the bills. Yep. And <laughs> I got laid off actually about three times. Three times. Three times due to cutbacks. Not because of poor performance or anything like that, but just because, you know, the company downsized. Downsized. Right. Yeah. And I just got tired of being expendable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at that point I had some friends that were um, in some multi-level marketing, affiliate marketing businesses. Mm -hmm. They pitched the opportunities to me and I was like, absolutely, let me be my own boss. And that started my journey into entrepreneurship, like official mm. entrepreneurship. Yes. Uh, after I think the third 
MLM, MLM company that I participated in, I introduced one of my best friends, Michelle, to the opportunity and we became business partners then for about a year and a half, maybe two years. And she was like, you know what? I have something I want to introduce to you. So I was like, okay, tell me more. She told me about her concept for the hook and she asked me to help her develop it and it's been history since then. So the hook and company is actually her brainchild. Okay. Uh, I just helped her, you know, execute and bring it to fruition. Yeah. And then we've kind of expanded on the idea since then, but that's just allowed me to add so much more value to the industry than I ever was doing before. Sure, I've dabbled in little stuff here and there, mm -hmm. but now not only can I do stuff in front of the camera, but I am blessed to be able to help people behind the scenes as well. Yeah. So my primary primary role in the hook is with the entertainment division. Okay. So with the entertainment division, my focus is on the end user's experience and how it relates to the entertainment. Gotcha. Yeah. So I help artists, musicians, anybody that has that like forward facing um, position in entertainment. I help them uh, figure out their brand or uh, develop a concept for their shows. Yeah. And so then I can also help them produce it, you know, gotcha. broadcast streaming in COVID times. Yes. <laughs> very, very, very yeah. much needed. So, I mean, everything has really, simply put, organically developed mm -hmm. out of a necessity to just do more, if you will. Um, gotcha. But I probably would not be where I'm at right now if it weren't for my best friend Michelle's concept of the hook and her even trusting me with her baby that's amazing yeah so so how does so how does her role play into like the overall running of the company i love this question because we have such an interesting balance with each other so she's one of my best friends that's great and even though we're best friends we're two significantly different people sure um she is so so intelligent and she's very very talented especially when it comes to information mm. and the utilization of information she's one of those people that is a sponge and she mm. she absorbs everything but we call ourselves the original fixers because we are masters of creative problem solving. Mm. So when it comes to figuring out what we need to do to get something or someone to a next step, yeah. um, I handle the creative side and she handles like the business um, informational side. Gotcha. So when it comes to the hook specifically, I've got the entertainment division. She's got the main referral um, part of the business. So she handles okay. like artist strategies. Um, she handles our publishing and our sync division, business strategies, like anything that comes from a strategic perspective. Um, that's all her. And I look at the things that she does and I'm always mind blown at the capacity at which she operates because mm. of all the things that she literally has to deal with. Yeah. all the time <laughs> yeah and it sounds like like both of you have a lot uh of different roles that you kind of have to play within your role yes but that they're both necessary in order for everything to kind of 100 yeah like yin and yang you know it can't really operate without the other half and i mean we technically could operate without each other but everything is so much better when we're both contributing something right. to whatever it is that we're working on yeah yeah so so overall what would you say is like the like the main 
why or like the the kind of reason for for pushing because i think that mm. especially like with kind of the whole quarantine season that we're still in unfortunately um <laughs> it's 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 very easy to kind of lose the momentum Absolutely. when you're when you're either building a company or yeah. running a company so what would you say is the company's kind of you know between the both of you for keeping your momentum going like what is it that helps i think at the very forward? root of everything it's just our desire to help people mm -hmm. and especially with independent artists we work with a lot of indie artists specifically because they are the people that always feel like they have to do everything themselves um we found that. that they don't really trust a lot of people because people take advantage in the industry it's very cutthroat yeah. so we really just wanted to be able to take our talents and our knowledge and our expertise and give back to the industry in such a way that people aren't accustomed to, for one. And people can actually feel like they can take control back of their career as opposed to always having to give pieces of themselves away or compromise parts of their passion mm -hmm. in order to just get ahead, right. you know? So one thing that makes our referral process unique is the fact that we have literally vetted every single one of our service providers so that you can rest assured if we're connecting you with someone that they they prioritize quality and um, are passionate about what they do. Like it's not just somebody out here being like, oh, I can edit a video for you because I know how to use Final Cut or Premiere Pro. No, like they're passionate about video editing. So you right. know that there's like a level of love that yeah, they put and into they're it. coming from kind of that same space of like, I just want to create. Exactly. Like minds. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so you have the hook going on, mm -hmm. right? Um, what, what are some of the other things that you kind of have on the go right now? Well, right now, because of COVID, <laughs> <laughs> yes. there's not a lot of other things that I have going on. I would say professionally. I mean, I do voice work. Mm -hmm. So that has, is always kind of ongoing. Um, through the hook, we have delved into the online broadcasting. So we help people produce their streaming broadcasts via Instagram, YouTube, um, Twitch, whatever platform they decide to stream on. And that's everything from the graphical elements to um, actually structuring how the stream would flow. Right. Uh, a big issue or challenge, I would say, that I found people have had is that they don't really know how to translate like a live show okay. to an online show and still have uh, a great experience right. for the viewer. Our attention spans are super short. Yep. So you really have to think about those smaller details that will make somebody want to pay attention for more than 60 seconds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and actually enjoy what they're seeing straight through to the end. Um, so that's something I really enjoy doing right now. I also released a podcast recently. Yes. <laughs> Everybody listening and watching, you should 100% tune in. I listened to it today. I was telling you earlier yes. when we were chatting, it's phenomenal. Oh, thank and you. this is coming from someone Flesh. who, uh, anybody who knows me like uh, personally knows that I'm sometimes a little critical. As of, you should be. Of podcasts, <laughs> just because I'm so passionate yeah. about it. Right. And I think it's such a uh, it's such a now more than ever too, yeah. an amazing vehicle to deliver content. It really is. Yeah. And it, it's it's a way that people can still feel very connected to whatever it is that you're trying to bring forth to the yeah. world. But it, it, 
the execution can can be tricky in the yes. actual content itself. For sure. And again, attention spans, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I thought you did a absolutely phenomenal job. Uh, in uh, as of the time of this recording, there's there's one episode out. One episode, yes. One episode. I'll be releasing the next one, so it's going to be a weekly thing. Yeah. Um, but because I'm a little indecisive sometimes, and again, I like to do all the things. Uh, it was really difficult for me to decide what kind of podcast I wanted, whether it would be visual or just audio. <laughs> uh, so I'm using this first month as kind of like a beta month, and. That's okay. So we're going to introduce my cat to the interview. This is Bugs. He's yes. very friendly. For, for those listening, Kara's uh, <laughs> cat, cat just, literally just jumped on my lap. Yeah, so he has no sense of personal space and he's very needy sometimes. So <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. No, that's, that is okay. <laughs> um, so yes, my first episode was audio only. Uh, this next episode will be a bit audio, a bit of video. And okay. the last two episodes will be entirely video. But they'll be different styles. Oh, so okay. I kind of want to establish monthly trends, if okay. you will, or I guess that's the best way to describe it um, for the podcast, even though it's weekly, just to kind of switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how it'll go because I'm, when I say I'm very new to the podcast world, I mean, I don't even listen to podcasts oh. because my attention span will not let me focus on just the audio. Like, right. I'm always kind of multitasking. Yeah. Stimulate. So yeah. I'm really delving into something that I have absolutely no experience with. But the fact that you like it means yeah, so much coming from you. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I the, And again, I implore everybody listening and watching uh, to tune in. Because it's it's one of those things where, first of all, it's very surprising to hear that you're not as familiar with the podcasting like um, culture community, yeah, yeah, or just like with the typical flow of one. Because the first episode, it, it's it's so well constructed and it, oh, it just yay. it makes sense. Okay, right, and Thank it, you. It, it it flows really well. Yeah. Uh, it's it's and I was telling you this before when we were chatting. It's a nice mixture of comedy and substance and even like production value is solid oh yeah it sounds amazing we did it yes <laughs> no it's it's absolutely great and then now hearing you're going to be incorporating different visual elements yeah. with it as well i'm really excited to see what that Thank looks like you. i'll probably be picking your brain on like some stuff if you know? Yeah, okay. absolutely. <laughs> that it's it's like even even with as we're recording this podcast, right? Like we have a video element, we yes. have an audio element, mm -hmm. right? Uh put it out on um on the video platforms like YouTube, yeah, um, and then on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and right. everything okay. like that. Do do you have your podcast kind of everywhere? I think I saw it on your website. So I'm currently. using yeah, I'm using my website as the primary uh platform that I'm directing people to just yeah. because I figure from a uh, long-term perspective if I want to start merch or if I want to do other things it's easier just to have the one go-to spot but it is I believe on Spotify SoundCloud and I've uploaded it to YouTube as well I don't know if it's on Apple yet okay not quite sure how that works I'm using Libsyn to distribute so I think it should be on Apple, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out. And yeah. if it is, I'll be sure to link it in the show notes Thank for you. sure. But for those of you listening and watching, you can just go to mksoul143.com and everything will be there. Amazing. Also, the other thing that I, I kind of geeked out on a little bit when I was listening to yeah. it uh, on the way over here, um, 
is the fact that your show, your podcast, like this one, yeah. is an acronym. Oh, yeah. And I love your acronym. Yeah. And I really like yours as well because I was thinking like, um, you know, uh, NK, I'm like, okay, that's like your initial of your, right. like your persona and yes. everything. Um, and then soul, I just thought, cause it was a very soulful thing. But then right. when I, then when you explain that it's an acronym, I'm like, oh my God, I love acronyms <laughs> me too. and anybody who knows me and then even like tunes into the show yeah. knows how big of a fan I am about alliteration and acronyms. Same. So when I saw that it was MK soul and yeah. that the soul, like the whole thing was an acronym. Do you I remember like, what it stands for? Miss cares uh series Ooh. of unconditional love oh very good high yes. five well done yes i remembered <laughs> i remembered yes miscare series of unconditional love so one of my goals with the podcast is that people will be inspired to come up with their own acronym for mm-hmm. what soul or definition for what soul means yeah um, i've got a couple of definitions depending on like what subject matter we're talking about but i've also been trying to think of other ways that you know people can have their own sub meeting aside from using s-o-u-l yeah it's like we got, we got some things in the pot bubbling around <laughs> yeah yeah no i love it um do you remember what uh stardust of course for? i do stop talking and really take action amazing mm-hmm. amazing i love it I, I, I thought of it and i was like yep i love it it's great it's brilliant <laughs> it actually is brilliant i think that was one of the first things that i said to you when you reached out yeah. and told me what it meant. Yeah. Because offhand, like starter, it just sounds like a dope word. Yeah. But then when you told me it was an acronym and then the definition, I was literally like, oh my God. Yeah. Genius. Well, well thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, it, 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 and there's levels to it as well. Like, so I wanted to create a platform that helps people to start a YouTube channel, start a podcast, oh. right? Um, start a business, gotcha. right? Nice. Um, because that's what search so often is how to start how to a business, start, right. how to start a blog, how to start a podcast, yeah. right? And it's one of those things I'm like, okay, well, that'll be great for SEO, right? Um, and even just, it rolls off the tongue pretty nicely, it I really think. It really does, yep. Right? Um, and as well, What's interesting, so the website, starter.ca, there, if you search up how to start a business Canada, yeah. the first link that pops up is start.ca, which is the oh. government's website for helping young people to be able to build and start a business. That's awesome. So mine is one letter different. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, and it's just... Yeah, I, I, I kind of like really lucked out. All right, but look that's at you with when, all the things covered. <laughs> I, I, I try, I try. And, and, but it, it's like, like you were saying, it's one of those things that like, I like being able to kind of help people think of things that kind of like serve. Yeah, the they're other, greater good, yeah. Yeah, and like how you can have everything kind of tie in nicely together. And I got lucky in that like no one had used the name before. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, I think there's it like, was meant to be. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. some brand internationally that they do something else, but different industry. So right, so it's not really like relevant to what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So it uh, it works out quite nicely. So apart from your business, mm-hmm. you mentioned you do voiceover work as well, um, and I wanted to ask you. So voiceover acting, kind of like a, like a freelance t- kind of gig. Yeah. How do you go about getting your work? Different ways. So when I first started, I joined this website called, I think it's voice123.com. 
Okay. And essentially, it's just a, it's like a, like a fiver, you know, where yeah. they, it lists different jobs uh, that you can audition for, and you literally just submit an audition for whatever you think that your voice is applicable for. And if you get the gig, you get the gig. Uh, I'm very blessed to have a lot of connections in the DJ and MC industry in Toronto. So um, shout out to uh, MC Kid Cut, as well as E-Man from the KOS, uh, Kingdom of Soka. It's not really like a group now, but uh, used to be a very prominent uh, promotional group in Toronto in the Soka scene. Um, So between those two, as well as Jester, Mm -hmm. the three of them really helped just coach me in do's and don'ts of what I should be doing with my voice work, as well as when gigs would come through, they'd be like, hey, do you want to do this DJ drop? Or, you know, hey, I've got this commercial coming through for this radio station. Can you voice it? So because of a lot of opportunities that they helped me get or they just kept me in mind for, uh, it really gave me a good foundation, got my voice out there on some radio stations like Flow, um, 93.5, as well as, uh, oh, shucks, 105.5. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I've also gotten some opportunities with some international uh, radio stations as well, just from word of mouth. So That's people would wild. hear my, my voice in like a DJ drop in a mix or in a party or something and be like, who's that? And then they would connect said person to me. So for the first, I'd say, couple years, I did a lot of DJ drops mm-hmm. um, and a lot of uh party and mixtape intros that's cool yeah do you remember any of the the taglines that oh they'd have you saying gosh um there was a boat ride that i would do for a dj shy called unwind on the water and it was just unwind on the water <laughs> just <laughs> just yeah and the thing with you know djs is they all want that sexy sultry voice right yeah. so i would always just be like you know, and I record from home, so I'm just in my home recording this sexy, sultry, you know, like DJ, <laughs> whatever. I've done so many DJ drops, it's crazy. Um, we'll, but, have to, we'll have to get you to record <laughs> one for startup. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Just give me, like, whatever your tagline is, and <laughs> I got you. Amazing. I'll do it tonight, for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode so far and are finding it valuable. If you're curious on how to create content like this, or any kind of video content, either for yourself or as a service to others, I want to give you access to my video editing course, Editing Enhanced. This course is designed to help you get better at editing video content and to take your video editing skills to the next level. Whether you're a complete beginner and just need to understand the basics, or you're pretty confident with editing and want to take things up a notch, this course will have lots for you to take advantage of. Now, there may or may not be a discount code in the description and show notes for this episode, so be sure to have a look out for that and head on over to starta.ca slash editing enhanced to get access to the course. Now, let's get back to the rest of this episode. Uh, we have another one of your cats, <laughs> cats roaming around. Just, they just want to be all up in the mix. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I made a joke where I'm like, oh, we need to have your cats on the show. And <laughs> Lo and, and behold, they are. Yes. they're like, we are the stars. <laughs> yes, amazing. Um, so, yeah, sorry, to circle back to your actual question. Sure. <laughs> um, partially word of mouth and partially just searching. Uh, a lot of people would also get work from agents. You know, you can get like a voice over agents. I think my face is actually getting a little dry. Um, and I do technically have an agent right now, but 
believe it or not, the all the years that I've done voice work, I've never created a reel for myself. Really? Yeah, it's horrible. It's like the one thing that you typically just need, like a portfolio. Right. And I just don't have a voice reel. So um, you should probably, before you knock something down. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, if you got an agent, you would have to put together a voice reel and then your agent puts your reel out to castings and then people are like, I want your voice. That's awesome. Yeah. So with all of the voice work and stuff, uh, so you mentioned word of mouth. Do you utilize like Fiverr or any of the freelancing platforms? Personally, no. <laughs> uh, I feel like there might be a reason there. Yes, definitely. When Fiverr first came out, uh, mm -hmm. I did attempt to use it. But I feel like Fiverr, I don't, I don't know if undervalues is the right word, mm. but I don't think it helps freelance creatives properly value ourselves. Gotcha. Um, reason being is at the time, I think it was something like you had to offer services for like $5 or yeah. something like that for a lot of, a lot more than um, what $5 would be worth. Yeah, I think yeah. it's definitely more to, to the buyer's benefit. Absolutely. That you can outsource whatever task you have for five bucks right and then Fiverr. your focus would have to be on volume right and i mean that's well and good for someone who's maybe just beginning but for someone like me who i understand the value of the like type of voice that i have specifically yeah. and all of the different things that i could use it for it just didn't make sense for me yeah. and i feel like sites like fiverr also it propels the the client saying, oh, I'll find someone cheaper. Mm. But just because it's cheaper doesn't mean that it's better. It just means that it's or, cheaper. It, it or could even be the same. Yeah, it could be the same. Exactly. That's true. So it's like, I don't want to knock them entirely because I know tons of people that value something like Fiverr. But me personally, I just rather not <laughs> yeah no fair enough i i've uh, and i've spoken about this on the show before that uh i i do have services that are on there and i've had a pretty positive experience with yeah. it so far um i think the 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 biggest downside for me as a business because i think that's the other thing too is like there's yeah. people who run entire businesses using yeah uh, crazy. fiverr right. or similar platforms uh like upwork is this is another example of I one i used to be on um, upwork too yeah and i've i'm delving more into that uh with another company that i work with that they use upwork okay. and it seems a little it seems a little all over the place yeah. but uh I, I need to do more research on it but with fiverr the biggest deterrent for me as a seller mm -hmm is for example if i pay you a hundred dollars to do a voiceover right you only make eighty dollars of that hundred ah uh, i see they, what you're they, they take a 20 percent cut that's a Ma lot yeah it is matter of fact on a hundred dollar order i probably pay like let's say it's like maybe five bucks okay so i pay 105 right and you get 80. i get 80. right yeah see that's not okay <laughs> yeah it's it's uh because on top of that, now I also have to take taxes out of that 80. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, yeah. No. It's, so then you <laughs> end up either having to make your prices way higher than you would like to. Right. Uh, it, it's a very pro and con thing because it's great because I've been lucky in that I've spent zero time or money on marketing. 
okay. because the Fiverr algorithm right. markets my services. For you. Gotcha. Because because people view my gigs right. and then purchase, right? Fiverr's like, oh, this is converting. Let's push it to more users. So, which then gets me more volume. Yeah. But so it kind of balances. Yeah. And um, is Upwork the same? Like, is it structured the same way or? I'm, I'm still learning about it, to be totally honest, okay. uh, because the company that I work with, uh, it's, it's another uh, brand and they hire freelancers via Upwork. Mm -hmm. But their biggest reason for wanting to go with something like Upwork was because. So, for example, say I'm working for you right. and you're paying me for 20 hours a week. When I'm logged in mm -hmm. to my Upwork account, yeah. it actually takes a screenshot of my computer every 10 minutes. Really? So then you as the business owner can oh, see, oh, okay, what's Jordan working on? actually progressing. Yes. Wow. And not just watching Netflix, but I'm billing you but for 20 hours, but I'm doing like two hours of work. Clever. Okay. Right. So as a, <laughs> as a, as a, as a client or yeah. a buyer, there's better accountability. I, I, yeah, there's more accountability. Gotcha. But as a seller, that feels so invasive. Absolutely. So invasive because, especially too, with anybody watching or listening who does this kind of stuff, yeah. you might be working on two or three client projects at, at once, depending on what service you provide. Absolutely. Right? You might yeah. be flip, 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 flipping back and forth of, or, oh, I use this template for this client. I could use that for this client yeah. and then just tweak it to their branding. Right. But if I happen to be on that other client's work at the second that it gets That's screen captured. Insane. And it, do you know when that screen capture happens? Like, can you time it and be like, okay. I think you would have to just make a <laughs> mental note of like, okay, it's been Next 10, 10 minutes, minutes, make sure. Wow. And, and on the Mac computer, yeah. at least, I don't know if it works the same on, on a PC, on PC, but you'll hear that. Yes. happen so you do okay, so you, you do know, know when, when it's it happening okay um but there's no context as to why like i was talking to one of the freelancers who um we work with yeah and she was saying she's like yeah it was random because i just heard the screenshot out of nowhere and i wasn't sure why and i was like i didn't hit screen but because they didn't know right oh, okay right so i right. think it's like one of those things where you probably have to read the fine print for sure um and oh I think God. they also, from the seller's perspective, I think they also take a cut of it might be 20%. It's, it's, it's a lot of money. And Upwork, from my understanding, in order for you to appear uh, to people hiring, mm -hmm. you have to pay. Really? You have to pay to show up. Oh. Right? Which I don't like. No, I don't like that either. That's yeah. like asking Unless an artist to pay to play. Since the last time that I've looked at it. It's, yeah. It, that was the reason why I didn't go on there. And I'm stuck okay. on Fiverr. It's a lot of money to give up, like a whole 20%. But they are kind of the ones handling the marketing gotcha. side yeah. of things. And the they handle all the payment processing. They do all of that. But a loophole that I have found. Oh, get to pads, kids. <laughs> exclusive. So the loophole that I use... It, or I guess the strategy. We'll call it a strategy. We'll go with that, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the strategy that I use is if someone is hiring me on a one-off basis, mm -hmm. like they just need one project and done, we're probably not working together again, okay. I'll do it on Fiverr happily. Keep it on Fiverr. Yeah, just every, every, you know, just go through process. BAU, okay. whatever. If somebody's like, we're looking for someone to edit our videos every single week. Right then I'll do one on Fiverr and make sure that they're happy and satisfied. Okay. And because Fiverr is very tricky. If you type in the word email, right. 
in your messaging, yeah. they'll flag it as breaking the terms and conditions. If you I write the word that. email, <laughs> right? Or write the word- uh, To try to take communications externally. Yeah, like right. uh, payment, yeah. PayPal, uh, uh, address, wow. anything like that, it'll automatically flag it. It's um, like Airbnb. Yeah, mm -hmm. So, it's, but it'll tell you, hey, make sure you're not breaking anything. So you have to put <laughs> e space mail right. okay. um, or things like that. But then what I tend to do, so if I know like, so for example, let's say we want to collaborate. We've done one order on Fiverr. Right. We had a good relationship. Now we want to continue to work together. Mm -hmm. What I do is I'm like, hey, you know what? Uh, let's kind of have like a, a, a post project review a wrap up. Yeah, like a debrief. Uh, on, on a Zoom meeting. Okay. And that is totally acceptable because sometimes the messaging just isn't clear, right? So it's a way for you to get around the five right. terms and conditions. You're not breaking anything. I'm surprised that they wouldn't flag Zoom either, especially like these days when Zoom has become. Right. And I think it's because they don't have anything that fills that need. Uh, which if they're listening, maybe they're going to get that idea. I don't know, right? I don't get know. your act together. <laughs> but uh, because, you know, you can't send voice notes, right. you can't do anything it's video. It's literally just text. E exactly. And they only have a one gig upload. Limit. Oh, that's it? So if you're doing big video editing projects, yeah. sometimes you're sending things that are 10, 20 gigs. Absolutely. Right? You end up either having to send a Google Drive or link. Or we transfer. Or we transfer. Yeah. Right? Um, and if you need to meet to go over stuff in depth, Right. I always opt for, you know, offering people a Zoom meeting. And then on that Zoom meeting, right. I will then recommend, hey, let's work through PayPal and we can work directly. Okay. It works better for you as the client. You're you're avoiding that Fiverr service fee. Yeah. And it works out better for me because I'm get I'm getting your... more of the fair, I Got guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. So everybody wins and it's still tracked. You still get an invoice. Right. Everybody. It's wins. still legit. Like, yeah. PayPal's so great. you have to kind of. Yeah. Sometimes you got to think a little outside of the box. I mean, as creatives, that's what we do. People pay us to think outside the box. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But um, so with all the different things you have going on, because mm -hmm. it's a lot, plus to your own personal passions that you right. have. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, but earlier we were chatting about how you like uh, like roller skating. Yes. Right. Love roller skating. So I, I could not. I could not. I don't have the talent. That is not that is not my wheelhouse of expertise. I mean, you could, but you just gotta Maybe be okay to... with falling. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so with all those things going on, and yeah. this is something that I love to ask people who do quote unquote all the things. Okay. What is your personal why or your personal mission statement if you will or what so outside of like your business is like what is your personal reason for Doing keeping things. your momentum going uh good question and i feel like i've answered this before but i also feel like because the world is always changing i'm always changing yeah uh so it's probably my answer will probably be slightly different from the last time that i've said this but there's one thing that always remains the same and that my goal in everything that I do is to do it with love and from a place of love. Uh, and also in doing that, I hope to keep myself happy, but also make other people happy. Yeah. Yeah. I love helping people. It's always like that has been a consistent thing throughout my journey as a human being. And whenever people would ask me, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? Or why do you want to do this thing? It's always been because I want to help people. 
And I just feel like people don't, aren't like that anymore. There's not a lot of people that just want to help for the sake of helping, that want to do things just to make somebody smile or make someone feel yeah. nice. And when you do find people like that, not often are they taken completely seriously. Like mm -hmm. people always think, what, well, what's the catch? You know, what's, what's the ulterior motive? What's the agenda? What's the agenda? Exactly. Yeah. And there's no agenda aside from just doing the thing to get the thing, the result of making yeah. you happier, making you smile. You're one of the few genuine people left. I mean, I would like to think that there's more than a few, <laughs> but essentially, yes. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So um, love is, is, the, is the primary motivator. That's beautiful. Thank you. I love it. So, um, so my last kind of two questions for you is a, what are the things that you would love for people to interact with the most or anything you want to plug kind of thing? Okay. And the second part is where can people find those things or connect with you? Okay. Ooh, love this. Okay. So I got two, um, professionally, the hook again, shameless plug. Uh, the Hook and Co. is my business with my best friend and business partner, Michelle Allman. You can find it at www.thehookandco.com across all platforms. So that's the website as well as like all of our social media handles. Amazing. And with that, essentially, like if you guys need help with anything, like literally anything, just ask. All you got to do is ask and then we literally take care of the rest. Uh, personally, my podcast. <laughs> MK Soul Podcast. Uh, find me at my social media, which is The Real Miss Care, again, across all platforms. And then the website for that is mksoul143.com. What, what is the 143? I love you. You've never heard 143 before? It's no. the number of letters in each word. One, I, love, four, three, you. Oh. I can't believe you've never heard that before. No, I've never heard oh that. Gosh. I didn't know that. I thought... Taught you something. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was maybe like your birth time or something. Like I, I used oh. to put 357 in a lot of my uh, okay. things. Cause that's, Is that your birth time? Yeah. It's three, I was born at 3.57 a.m. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So no, it just means I love you. Awesome. And like, you know, again, I like the little extra You're, things that are... Yeah. Yeah. Layers. Yes, exactly. Acronyms. Yeah. Numeric whatever that is called. I don't even know. Numerology? I don't know. Is that, is that related to numerology? No, I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, this is clearly not what I do. I'm sorry. You're forgiven. It's fine. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. So everybody, please make sure to go check out CARES. All, like everything that she has going on, social media, MK Soul, The Hook and Call, yes. all the things. And I will leave links to everything in the show notes below, either this video if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to this episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Again, everything will be in the show notes. Kara, thank you so much yeah, for coming you. on the show. This was I, fun. Yeah, it was amazing. We'll uh, we'll have to collaborate on some other yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's a must. When, when, when creatives get together, it's like, oh my gosh, there's so many things we can collaborate I know, right? on. Like, there's what's so many next? things we can do. And I mean, you can't get rid of me that easily, so. Darn. <laughs> Anyway, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it valuable. If you're curious on how to create content like this, or any kind of video content, either for yourself or as a service to others, I want to give you access to my video editing course, Editing Enhanced. This course is designed to help you get better at editing video content and to take your video editing skills to the next level. Whether you're a complete beginner and just need to understand the basics, or you're pretty confident with editing and want to take things up a notch, this course will have lots for you to take advantage of. 
Now, there may or may not be a discount code in the description and show notes for this episode, so be sure to have a look out for that and head on over to starta.ca slash editing enhanced to get access to the course. Thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you again on the next episode. Oh,